Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Death Nerve, a horror movie podcast. In this episode I talk to the awesome stand-up comedian Luke Poulton about his favourite horror movie, Shaun of the Dead. Luke is an amazing comedian, really nice guy. Um, he loves horror movies. He's currently doing a new stand-up show called Bad Movies, where, as you may have guessed, he's uh, talking about all the bad movies he's seen. <laughs> it sounds really good, I really want to see it. Uh, quite a few of them are horror movies as well, as you'd imagine. <laughs> Luke very kindly let me come around to his place to uh, record this podcast. And the room we were in was like a shrine to horror movies. It was amazing. It was uh, full of really cool action figures and movie memorabilia and just loads of nerdy stuff. It was really cool. As I said, we speak about Shaun of the Dead, um, Luke's first experiences with horror movies and some of the awful films he's endured for his new stand-up show. And it's a really good one. I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you very much for listening and enjoy the podcast. Cheers. I can guess from the room we're in, but are you a big horror film fan? Are you yeah. into horror films? Yes, I am. I awesome. Am. What, what was your uh, what was your, like, your uh, introduction to horror? What got you into horror films? Uh, Evil Dead Two, but the oh. introduction was that my sister had around friends for a sleepover. <laughs> I hadn't really watched any horror before, and they had the living room door open, and I just saw you know when everything starts laughing in the room. <laughs> that's the scene I it's saw. The best bit of the film, and I was like, this is this is great. And then my dad introduced me more and more to it. And oh, really? I think when. The first time that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was shown on Channel 4 when it had, they properly released it as Uncut yeah. in the UK, I then saw it when it was first shown. Wow, on. so your first two were Evil Dead 2 yeah. and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's a pretty strong... So yeah, yeah, and then after that it was just... Sixth Sense was one that I watched quite a lot oh, yeah, as yeah. well, that was one... I went. I went to uh, see that at the cinema six cents, and actually, my friend who I just recorded a podcast with today, he ruined the ending for me while we were in the cinema watching it. Oh, cool. What, had, he, had he seen it? Or? I think he'd either been told or he guessed it. Oh, or, yeah, that's yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. and then my dad <laughs> snuck me into... The first proper horror that I saw in the cinema was one that it was a 15, but my dad snuck me in when I was 12, and that was Open Water. Open Water, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't think I've ever seen Open Water. That's, it's, uh... Yeah, it's. I remember the, the great thing about that is if I go to the cinema now and see a horror... It's changed a lot and everyone speaks throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. seeing Open Water and because it is just a couple stuck mm. in the middle of the ocean, there's sharks around them. The whole cinema was just quiet. Yeah. No one speaking, everyone just on the edge, not knowing what's going to happen. I remember that was when Odeon used to give out free DVDs when you went and saw a film as well. Oh, really? So they gave out the sixth sense when you went and saw Open Water. Wow. With your ticket, so yeah. God, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't, they don't, but that's the things they used to do. Oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah, open water. I don't. I've never seen it. That's, that's the yeah, one where it's just like a yeah. And then they tried to make. It's weird. They've now made two sequels, but when they were first released, they had nothing to do with open water. So the second one is called. I think it's called Drift. Uh, something Drift. And it's about a fam. They're on a boat. The boat capsides. <laughs> they all fall off. The lad. They can't get back on because the ladder's fallen off as well. Yeah. And there's a baby stuck on the boat. But it's called yeah, it's called adrift. But they then but changed they it to re- over um, open water to adrift. Oh, and then see. the third one, in. yeah, the third one got made this year, which was originally oh. called Cage. No, not, not this year, last year. It was called Cage Dive at first. I saw it when it was called Cage Dive at Glasgow Fright Fest, and then they decided to change it to um, oh, they just open re- water. Rebranded cage, it, open water cage dive. 
Yeah, oh. open water three cage dive, but this was like that seems to be like a common about thing. About ten, like, ten years after the last one, a drift. Yeah, like, there was no point. It was never open water in the first place. But they still. It's weird. Yeah, they, we can do. Are, we can do something with this. I normally do that with like I've noticed a lot of like Italian movies. They do that. Like so, I think like Demons. Oh yeah, there is got, like there's yeah loads of different. I know um, what's it called? Delamorte Delamore, the Cemetery Man is in some territories. It's Demons Four or something. Yeah, the yeah, same, yeah. it's the same with Zombie. There is yeah. Five or I think after death is number oh, yeah, four, yeah. and I think number five is is called is the birds one. I forgot what the name of that one. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, because that's weird. Because like it's zombie flesh eaters over here, but zombie two. Yeah, it's a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. So zombie zombie flesh eaters two is zombie three. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, zombie three, and then yeah, zombie yeah zombie four. Yeah, no, that's definitely after death, and then yeah, zombie five was. Birds, yeah, I can't remember what one it is. I've only ever seen up to uh, up to three. Oh, the, the birds two. one is absolutely terrible, and <laughs> it's, just people, it's people just walking around a house for most of the film, just investigating houses <laughs> and birds flying around every now and again. Are they zombie birds? It's just no, it's, it's just, and someone like a zombie doesn't appear until fifty-five minutes in. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> so, it's, it's terrible. You've got to love those low-budget Italian yeah. slot movies. Yeah, I had to watch through all of them. Is that for, you, for your yeah, bad yeah, movies? Yeah, so, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good thing to talk yeah, about. You're, so. you're doing a show called Bad Movies, right? So, uh, what's that? Tell us about that. That is, yeah, that is me watching through some of the worst of the worst. A lot of mockbusters as well. Oh, like the Asylum. So, sort of yeah, yeah, so yeah. Snakes on a Train was one of the big ones. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That I speak about. Is it right that there's a bit in Snakes on a Train where like a giant snake eats the train? Yeah, right? that's, yeah. that is the, the closing <laughs> of the film. Oh, the, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> A snake eats the eats the whole. Because train. isn't that the poster? Is that? Yeah. And the apparently is that. they were like they screened it and everyone's like, well, there's no bit where they eat the train. Yes. Yeah, so they, so they added that in, and it, it looks terrible. I can imagine. But, yeah. yeah, I've seen some of those asylum films. I've seen. I think it's Transmorphers. Oh yeah, and they did. Um, <laughs> instead of Pacific Rim, it was, it was Atlantic, Atlantic Rim. Atlantic Rim. Yeah. And when Red Riding Hood, that other film that came oh, out, yeah. they they made released a film called Little uh, Red Rotting Hood. So was it like yeah. a zombie riding hood? Or yeah, and they tried to do Ghostbusters, but it was just called Ghost Hunters. Oh, God, the one came out in 2016. Oh, what, yeah, 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 but they made it into a horror as well. It's just, it's a mess. Yeah. All I mean, their stuff. You've got to respect their like, balls though, really. Yeah. To, like, yeah they yeah. release a lot of crap and they know that they're doing these mockbusters. Um, they tried to do The Hobbit at one point as well, but then they, they did just call it The Hobbit and they weren't allowed to. No, no. And then I can't remember what they changed the name to, but yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. What other what are like notable films have you watched for your your bad movies? Or well, Killer Sofa was one of the ones that I've heard. Killer ones. Sofa, yeah, yeah, you watched that it. I watched, yeah. yeah, so that was one that I watched, and that was hard to sit through. It's it's a very bland film. You think a, a film called Killer Sofa would be wouldn't be bland? Would no, it? no, but it it really is. Does it do what it says on the tin? Is it about a killer sofa? Yeah, so it's it's a story of um, a serial killer who kills this woman. And then the father of the woman comes after the serial killer, kills the serial killer, but decides to put their body into the killer sofa. It's more of a recliner chair throughout the film. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, but they still have to call it killer sofa. The killer um, recliner isn't, doesn't quite roll off the tongue. And, and the way that it kills people is the footrest pops up and the springs come out and it stabs people in the back of the legs with, yeah. the, with the springs. I mean, that does sound like my sort of film, to be fair. But yeah, that was That's amazing. Killer Sofa. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about a film that definitely isn't a bad film. No, uh, definitely not. Shaun of the Dead is the Shaun, your Shaun film of, of choice. Why Shaun of the Dead? Why have you? Uh, I think it's, it's just one that I watched 
it's one that I will always enjoy watching. I watched. Yeah. I think the first time I saw it, it's probably I, I saw it in Pirate DVD. All oh, right, because yeah. I wasn't old enough to see it in the cinema when it came out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I was thirteen when it came out. Oh, in two, right, two thousand and four. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. two thousand and four it came out. <laughs> so yeah, I remember my mum was working with someone who used to have pirate DVDs in yeah, work. Yeah, we've all we've a whole all been there. of them and be like, here you go, Sean and Dad. And I remember just watching that. And it was a proper quality one as well. It wasn't actually a cinema recording. It was just one that had been leaked. Nice. And I watched that. And then I've loved it since. Gone it to when it's shown at Prince Charles Cinema. I've gone to yeah. the Cornetto Trilogy. And, that is, it and is amazing. Gone, there yeah. is something special about Shaun of the Dead, I think. And what was it about it that like caught you as a 13-year-old? What was it? Uh... I think it's just the, the editing and the script and just... Just the de- the amount of detail that's it's there in the film, full of stuff, and, yeah. and all the jokes are just brilliant, and the the gore as well. Like it knows how to do effective gore, yeah. even if when it's doing the homages to like Day of the Dead and mm. those type stuff. Yeah, it's really it great. Really good. Yeah, I remember. I I am a bit older than you. I was twenty when it came out, I think, and I um I went to we. I was a massive fan of Spaced, but I always described Spaced as my young ones. Yeah, I know yeah. when comedians always say young ones is what got them. Like when they saw young ones, it was a sitcom made for them. When Spaced came on, yeah. <laughs> I was about 15 or so. And that, yeah, that was made for me. That yes, was like, talking Spaced about Evil Dead. Yeah. There was references in it to like 2000 AD comics. And it was like it was, like, it was made for me. And um, again, being a massive horror film fan, I remember saying, oh, we were going to do a horror film or like a horror comedy film, Shaun of the Dead. So we went to see it like the day, the night it came out, me and a big group of mates. And I think I saw it three, four times on the cinema. <laughs> we just kept going back. Yeah, it's yeah. just so good. It, and uh, yeah, it's again, it is one of those films that you can just repeat watch because it, it's like you said, it's so much, just, just full of stuff. Yeah, there's always yeah. things that you notice with it. Yeah. And the thing about what you say about Spaced is most of the zombies that are in this film were people that were from the Space Forum. So they were people that had applied to be the zombies. Yeah, awesome. And um, I think there's... The the when it close with the film at the end where all the zombies get shot, a lot of those are people from this whole spaced forum. That, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It would be a, it would be sort of cool to be like a, a zombie in a film. Yeah, you ever, you ever done anything like that? Been like a. Well, I always say my dreams to be killed in like a slasher movie. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to be like lurid, horrible death. And yeah, yeah no, that, that would be like that would be a dream. <laughs> So we were saying you, you were quite young when you saw it. Like, were you into horror films at that young age? Yeah, so yeah, did that's when we like, were to. Yeah, so that like was that, that was about. I think it was mostly watching horror from the age of ten. So oh yeah, yeah. So I was already at that point. <laughs> yeah, very into into horror. And look, like I um, with Shaun of the Dead, like particularly, like we said, there's so much in it. You can watch repeat viewings of it. How many times do you reckon you've watched Shaun of the Dead? Like, probably over 30 times yeah, probably, probably even more than that because yeah. I remember one time just putting it on and just leaving it on yeah. repeat just watching it oh yeah there's not yeah. many films I've done that with I think I always say The Wicker Man's the only film I've ever I've watched all of it and just gone I think I'll just watch it again <laughs> <laughs> just put it back on <laughs> yeah. The Wicker Man but, is, a, is a good one yeah yeah uh, Sean of the Dead was the um, the Cornetto trilogy you were saying you've yeah, seen yeah. all of them like is Sean of the Dead your favourite one of the three or yeah whatever? well I really like Hot Fuzz as well because Hot Fuzz to me is I know some people don't really class it as a horror but it it is because well, it's talking a, of Wicker it's, Man there's a lot of Wicker yeah, Man in there and it yeah. is a slasher as well you've got this like part where people just the woman gets killed yeah, yeah. in a flower shop there's all those things it's that make it a slasher it's definitely got a Argento vibe isn't yeah, it like, there's yeah. the, I think who's the you know the bit where they comes out of the theatre and um in Hot Fuzz and it's the like a property developer that gets killed and everything blows up the house yeah, yeah. all that stuff is really like Dario Argento oh yeah like, it's all the, sh- the yeah. shots and stuff yeah it's though. all yeah. yeah you can definitely tell that Edgar Wright I mean he, know, he knows his stuff yeah no, <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah 
And uh, what's the third one? World's End. Yeah, World's End. That, that, yeah, End? that's one that I really do enjoy as well. It's more of a... Um, I don't know, because it's just a whole sort of... Well, not... It is Aliens, technically, yeah. but I just think all the fights and that are fun. It's not as good as the others, but it's more of a serious one in ways. There's that, point, there's that point where you find out where Simon Pegg's character... You find out why he didn't see yeah. people for ages, and it's like that hits quite... Yeah, well, definitely. Because if, when you look at Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, um, why well, well, I Nick Frost has always been the sort of loser yeah. they've had for for him. And then when you look at that film, it's like it's now Simon Pegg has been swapped. Yeah, into it was the sort of it, yeah, character. yeah. It was really interesting to see Simon Pegg like be sort of almost unlikable. I guess he's not particularly likable at the beginning of Hot Fuzz, but like yeah, just I feel yeah, I think it's probably the best written. I think World's End. Yeah. Like it, like you said, they, it's uh, there's like a lot of dark stuff in there and interesting, but it's also like hilariously funny and the action is amazing. And I think my favourite thing as well is the every single so there's all Edgar Wright always does the little Easter eggs. Yeah. Every single pub that they go to is named after something that happens. Yeah, of in course. The film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's the Beehive pub they go to when the whole hive of, that's like, the best bit in the film everyone, everyone, attacks, attacks, everyone fights 20 them. seconds to comply by silver bullet they, yeah. they're, they're fighting yeah 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 that's amazing yeah there's the hole in the wall isn't it that's the one where they yeah. uh, and then there's there is the two um, I think it's called the twins or something but it's when they do actually the twins oh, and, yeah, yeah of course yeah and the there's the, the famous cock as well as the one where you get yeah. banned from yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that, all those films are full of that sort of stuff aren't they like Shaun of the Dead isn't there that scene at the beginning of Shaun of the Dead where he like say what's our plan for tomorrow yeah he says, it says we're car- yeah, yeah. we're carrying on drinking uh, we'll go to the but I think it's we're have a bloody Mary first so yeah. Mary yeah. gets yeah. Mary gets killed on the pole uh, then we have a bite of the king's head so that is his stepdad yeah gets bitten on the neck uh, then we'll go have a couple of the little princesses which is the two that, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. that they go and uh, pick up and then he says then we'll stagger back here when staggering is when they pretend to be yeah zombies and he says uh, bang and shots at the and then we have shots at the bar and that's when they get yeah, a shotgun out clever, and stuff yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's the because I think when Shaun of the Dead came out it was around the same sort of time that the Dawn of the Dead remake came out yeah because yeah, yeah. Um, I remember going to see both of them and not liking the Dawn of the Dead remake a lot of people rate it but uh, I'm not a fan you know, it's, it's Zack Snyder's best film though with not much competition though is there really <laughs> no <laughs> when he made an owl film an animated owl film after that oh god he did didn't he yeah, yeah. I remember uh, the owls of Gahooli or whatever it yeah, was I remember seeing the trailer for that and there's a scene where it, like a shot in the trailer where it's like a dramatic shot of an owl like flying through the rain and my friend in the cinema <laughs> just uh, said out loud it's an owl <laughs> like how can I take this <laughs> no it's, it's a very yeah that's yeah the dawn of the day and I remember because like really that was like the, it was 28 days later a few years before but then that was like the beginning of this big boom in like zombie stuff yeah and you sort of compare those two films I think like Shaun of the Dead seems like it could have been made yesterday compared to I think the Dawn of the Dead remake seems quite dated yeah Dawn of the Dead it's, it's, the, it's the music they have yeah, in it's it like, it's like disturbed yeah, like, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah then you've got like the, the CGI at some points and it's also got that whole the, the moment where they started trying to put fast zombies into every single yeah every yeah. single movie what's your opinion of fast zombies do you um I think in 28 Days Later because they're not technically zombies it is rabies yeah, 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 yeah. that they're meant to be affected with I think that works in that but there's sometimes where I'm like well you've done a remake where the zombies weren't fast yeah. in that original movie why are they now fast and then but there's points where they show the car park and they're walking and they're slowly yeah. yeah so I don't 
Do they only like they only yeah, go fast when they glance down at those points? Yeah, but like, it's only really done to make it more action packed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But there it's, is a lot of films that do. Yeah, do it now. but the thing is, Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead, is is more of an action film than it is a horror film, really. Yeah. And that doesn't that have slow zombies? It's like I don't really. It's a weird choice. I think, no, it is. It is. But though, that when uh, what's it? Um, Umberto Lenzi. What's it called? Nightmare City. Do you know that film? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's got fast zombies, and that's one of the early sort of. But again, it's, I remember like uh, apparently they like whenever they referred to it as a zombie film, Umberto Lenzi would always say, "No, infected people, infected people, <laughs> not zombie, not zombies." Um, but they are still. Zombies in a way. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Where yeah. is the? Is it, does it have to be just a resurrected like corpse to be a a zombie? That's the <laughs> yeah. Now the Dawn of the Dead remake, like I said, you compare that to Shaun of the Dead, and the sort of the love that's in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Like, the amount of like detail and like just it's just unbelievable. Really, Shaun of the Dead. No, it is. Yeah. It's um. What do you think about the whole sort of this whole boom in zombie films that happen? It seems to be dying for want of a better word. Um at the moment but like a few years ago it was sort of everywhere wasn't it zombies you had the walking dead yeah and there was like just wave after wave of zombie Arnold, movies Arnold Schwarzenegger even did a zombie yeah, movie exactly. yeah yeah man yeah it's weird I've not seen that Maggie is it called yeah have I'm, you seen it yes that's right what's it like very slow <laughs> it's yeah, just him it's, trying to look after his daughter for yeah, like, the movie yeah she's to... turning into this yeah it's like him trying to be serious right yeah now. so yeah yeah which never really goes well, does it? No. Arnie? Comedy and action. Stick to your... Yeah. <laughs> that's, to the best, that's the best things that he does. I always find it weird in Arnie films when he's like... Oh, the Running Man's a good example where they just like cast him as just like a normal guy. I'm just like a normal, like, blue-collar guy. But like, look at you. There's that's no the, way the, you're a normal the, guy. The Sixth Day does. Is it Sixth Day? Sixth... Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. That, he sort of does that in that as well. It's meant to be like this normal... Family, family man, yeah. almost, and it doesn't really. It's the same when you see Tom Cruise when they're supposed to be like, what's it, the um, Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds? Oh, what on yours? And it's just like it's supposed to be a docker. It's like, look at you, you're not, a, you're, you're clearly a movie star. Like, look at you, just running fast from the dust. Yeah. Just yeah, all of his Tom Cruise films, prolonged scenes of him running. Which one is it? Uh, Mission Impossible Three, the first one with Simon Pegg. Anyway, that was a connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember we went to see that my friend was obsessed with Simon Pegg. So he went to see Mission Impossible 3 because he loves Iron Bag. There's a scene in that, I'm sure, in my memory, it's like is it the three side, minutes. Is it the side shot? Yeah, of him just running. Yeah, for ages. Yeah. Is, I don't know if that's... Is that John Woo, that one? No, John Woo's 2. It's 2, yeah. I think it's J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there is the one where he's just running at the side for, <laughs> yeah. for ages. I really like the Mission Impossible films, apart from the second <laughs> one. I love John Woo movies, but I really don't like Mission Impossible 2. No, that is the one where... It, that is yeah. the bad one, yeah. I think they've actually got better. I think the Mission no, Impossible have. films. Yeah, they're actually really Mission good. Impossible Fallout was actually where they yeah. made it go a bit. They've sort of dark, settled dark. Almost. Yeah, they know what they're doing now. They've settled into this like um, thing. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about like we've sort of saying about Simon Pegg now doing going off doing like these big action films? He's in Star Trek and he's in like Star Wars, right? He plays like he's in like a big prosthetic suit in Star Wars. Yeah. Right? So and he plays one of the little um, does voices. Oh, I can't remember. He voices one of the ones when. Um, Ray tries to get on something in one of the last films. Oh, right. He's got his little stick starts poking Oh, right, so he's in, he's in the, he's in the last one as well. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he'll be in the new that one. That was him, so... Um, but, like, what do you think of, like, his, like... Well, same with Edgar Wright doing... Um, he's done quite a lot of, uh, like, not necessarily big-budget films, but, um, like, what do you think of his other work? Like, their other, uh, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, and Nick Frost, to an extent, as well. He's not done... I don't know, he's been quite a lot, hasn't he? Um, yeah, Nick Frost is still one. The Simon Pegg is a we- it's weird because he goes into doing a lot of these um, romantic comedy films, 
Yeah. And there's a lot of films um, that he's done. Oh, I can't remember. There was one the weird oh, one that he did where he played this man that was just stuck in his house for the whole film. Oh, well, I've seen that. Yeah, that's directed by um, the singer of Cooler Shaker. <laughs> But yeah, Cooler Shaker, Crispin Mills. Is I that can't remember what that film was called? Yeah, what is that called? The fear, absolute fear of everything. Yeah, yeah, that, oh, that yeah, was yeah. It. yeah, the absolute fear of everything. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. That though, that was quite good. It wasn't like, but no, yeah, for for yeah, but then the worst one that he's done is um, the Monty Python. Oh, say anything is that no? Oh, I can't remember. No, say anything is a yeah. Cameron Crowe film, isn't it? I can't remember what that was. Say everything. It's say something, isn't it? Yeah, but it's but yeah, like, it's uh, Michael Palin, right? And it's uh, yeah, it's and they play. They all play the aliens. The whole Monty Python team plays the aliens. But I'm not. Just, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I think it's where he can wish anything or do anything, and oh, maybe it's called wish everything. Yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, it's something anything. The worst one I've seen was um, how to how was it how to meet. How to lose friends and alienate people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he I never, played Toby I, Toby Young. That's one that I never never saw. Yeah, don't bother us, Ralph. <laughs> Imagine trying to make Toby Young likable. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they chose Simon Pegg. I think who's the who's the most likable man in film? So, <laughs> but no, and, I think I think it is good that yeah. I, the things I like him is Scotty in in the Star Trek yeah movies. Star yeah. Trek Star Trek Beyond is actually. I he think. wrote was that the one he wrote as well yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the best one I've not actually the, seen that uh, one I'm not a big tre- trekkie yeah it's the best really. one out of the whole new franchise it's the most rounded one that actually does oh, a lot I'm of ref- references I watched the one the second one uh, Into Darkness yeah yeah that was weird yeah um, it had it Robocop weird. in it though it had Peter Weller in it so I was happy <laughs> Peter Weller p- appears in quite a few things now yeah yeah well, also I've not really seen him oh, much I can't think what he appeared in recently oh, he definitely made a or maybe it wasn't him. No, there's a guy that looks exactly like him in Channel Zero in the new. Oh, might be Peter Weller. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Edgar Wright's other films? Would you uh, um, the ones that aren't the Cornetto trilogy? So, um, um, was it Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Scott, I, I think is a great film, yeah. and that's got the exact. The thing is, have you, have you read the? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah the comics, I like yeah. that the editing is exact. The same way as the as the comics, so it's yeah, it's fast paced. Feels like through. the comic, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, and everything that's done in it. Um, Baby Driver was his other one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Baby Driver. Uh, I like, but it's, you're looking in a bit of a different light now after the whole. Yeah, it was hard Kevin's, to watch after Kevin's, yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey thing. You sort of. But to be honest, I watch so many films that are problematic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, this it's especially one. as it's about him sort of manipulating yeah, a young boy. Yeah, it's pay, a bit paying for dinner for him. Um, and things, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a bit weird, but um, but no, that is a good one. It's a very good film. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a new one coming out. Is it? Um, well, not say this year, next year. Um, is it One Night in Soho? Yeah, which is I think it's going to apparently is a bit more of a serious horror film. Because uh, the one the one that I saw that he was doing was one about giant prey mantis. Really? Yeah, and I wasn't sure if that was One Night in Soho. No, well, but maybe. But there's definitely one that he's making about <laughs> a giant pro mantis. Yeah. Wow. Like in attacking people. That so sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds, so yeah. I would be excited to see what he does yeah. there. But yeah, he was making a documentary about Sparks as well, the band Sparks. Okay. He was doing that. So uh, yeah, so I, I can't remember yeah. what One Night in Soho was about, but yeah, I was reading through his films what he's doing. But yeah. I'm always excited for what he does. Yeah, I'll definitely go and watch so, anything yeah. he does. Um, well, Ant Man. He was him and Joe Cornish wrote Ant Man, yeah, and he, he was direct, he was attached to that so, for years before. I think it was after Shaun of the Dead he was doing. Yeah, that. so even um, there's, I think it's still when Ant Man, even in the credits, it does say that it was still written by him yeah. and Joe Cornish because you can tell there are many parts of that that are definitely there. Def- yeah, humor, yeah. and it's a shame oh, yeah. that they. I don't know what happened, but they said it was differences with 
I'm guessing he wanted to try and make it almost the same as all his other films. I assume so. so that's yeah. Why. Well, apparently, like, because that was they were working on that film for years. I think they were working on that before Iron Man came out. And apparently, the script for that sort of set the tone for Iron Man and all the other yeah. sort of Marvel. That sort of like uh, lots of like comedies, sort of snarky sort of dialogue and things. You know well, what they it did. It would have made sense because with Age of Ultron, it's where Tony Stark makes Ultron. But yeah. in, in the comics, it's actually it's, uh, Scott Lang. Is that? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. I think it's the guy that teaches him. I forgot. I completely forgot his yeah, name. No, I'm not He's player, the yeah. one that helps build Ultron. They are the ah, ones that release Ultron. So, like, so it's Ant Man originally going to be a bit more bit in, built in Ultron, but it's then they change it into Tony Stark. Yeah, is the one that makes it happen. Because I quite enjoyed Ant Man. But I think, imagine what it could have been. With yeah, no, it would have been. I think it would have been. Right directing it. You yeah. could tell the the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that's almost like. Yeah, and Ed, some of those Ed some Ed of those fight scenes, you could imagine imagine that with that sort of like the way the fight scenes are done in uh, Scott Pilgrim or um, Well Damned, like that yeah, sort yeah. of fast paced Sam Raimi esque like stuff. Imagine that in a Marvel no, that, film. Yeah, that, that would be, that would be good. Be amazing. Yeah. Um, what I like to do, I've got over. <laughs> I've, I've done it on the other ones I've recorded. I'd like to read a one-star review of the film we're talking okay, about, an okay. IMDb review. That's always my favourite going through IMDb. <laughs> well, I sort of, I was, I'm happy they got rid of the IMDb message boards. There. Uh, oh yeah, they, they were yeah, pretty horrible. When you yeah, used to scroll down. So I found I found a few um, one-star reviews for Shaun of the Dead. I don't know how people could give it one star. It's amazing, isn't it? Let's see. <laughs> Let's see if uh, you agree with these. I've got a feeling you're not going to. No. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, so the headline. So I'm sorry. The headline of it is: I don't care what anyone thinks. This is one of the worst films of recent years. Oh. Horrendous. Oh, what came out of this? Yeah, no wonder what, what came, came out. out yeah, that was, yeah, we might have to do a bit bad. of a search in a sec. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know that many people will disagree with this opinion, but I really don't care what anyone thinks. Fair enough. That's admirable. This is crap of the highest order. <laughs> but more importantly, it is not funny. Oh, no, no, it's not funny. The in capitals, not funny. What comedies do they like then? Oh, you can only imagine, can't you? Yeah, they don't find that funny. <laughs> a laughable attempt at a spoof zombie film, which te- I would say isn't a spoof zombie no, film. No, it's, it's, it's a like spoof is actually yeah. There's scenes where you can tell that it's taken from other movies but it's never actually it's all a lot of original ideas I would say also that the, the, the comedy doesn't come from like like the horror is horror in that film yeah the comedy doesn't really come from like the zombie film elements of it yeah I think there's more a def- of their, their conversations yeah there's definitely like a definite love of zombie films in that yeah. film you know it's definitely not like taking the piss I don't think anyway um to produce the apex of modern cinematic trash, apparently. It's the apex. apex. Um, I'm sorry, but I can't say much else except that Shaun of the Dead is an insult to British comedy. Jeez. And comedy in general. Did they see Little Britain at that point? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, talking of things that are problematic now. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And the last two words of this are sadistically boring. How amazing! Imagine watching Shaun of the Dead and being that angry. Yeah. To write on IMDb, got another one here which is quite short, which is boring and slow. This is a fail of a movie. Too slow. 
What? How's it too slow? What are they watching? Yeah, I mean, Ed Wright famously very slow paced yeah. films, aren't they? Yeah, very. Uh, like you know, he likes a one shot yeah, take. Just... Yeah, the one. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like <laughs> Alan Clark films, aren't they? How really? would you call that slow? Yeah, it's like the exact like those films are the exact opposite. Of yeah, slow. no, that doesn't make sense. Sean needed Sean needed processing every time someone from his gang got bit. From his gang, so two people, one of which one, is one, the, well, his mum. Only one bit. person gets bit, and that's his, his mum. And then Ed just gets bitten around near the end. Oh yeah, by of course, P- yeah, by, yeah. by Pete. Yeah, I suppose they get like eaten. Like, yeah. Dylan yeah. Moran gets eaten in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, guess the story writer and director added so-called crying moments to stretch out the movie duration. <laughs> he cries for like a few, and also he kills his mum. Yeah, <laughs> shoot his mum. So. <laughs> so, oh, I think we'll add make him cry in this bit to stretch out the time of the film. And the only other crying part is where he's just bro- being broken up by Liz, and then he's sat yeah. in the pub. That's it. And you know, there's no, they don't have any like effect on the story, do they? Those bits really, <laughs> but, you know, it's not like the the thing that actually makes the story go forward, is it? Really. Oh, um, yeah. uh, one star because zero is not allowed. Oh, I always love when people write that. Like, if I could give this zero stars, I would. I mean, um, yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? But, uh, I mean, each to their own, I guess. But I'm going to look to see what else came out in 2004. <laughs> See if it really was the apex of modern cinema trash yeah, or whatever. Like, what else came out? Well, I think Dawn of the Dead might have been the same year. The remake. All right, let's have a look. Films released in two thousand four. So we've got Shaun of the Dead, first one to come up. Okay. Million Dollar Baby, The Aviator. Okay, that's a, you're not really Shrek Two. Shrek Two. Okay. Spider Man Two is a good film. What Harry Potter was that? The and the Prisoner Azkaban. Yeah, Prisoner. Okay, that's the one where they actually have a werewolf in it. So. Oh. Horror, it counts. I've never seen any Harry Potter film with that. So I know that's White Chicks came out. Fifty First <laughs> Date. Alien vs Predator. Oh, God. White what, Chicks. What Imagine was... thinking that yeah. Shaun of the Dead was the worst film to come and out. And Blade was... Trinity. <laughs> Jesus. What See, that's they... weird because these films seem like they're millions of years old, don't they? Yeah, two thousand and four. Like, whereas yeah, Shark, Shark Tale, Tale, the ripoff, Polar film. Express, Van Helsing. Oh, Man of Fire's a banging film. <laughs> but like these all seem like really old films yeah not old but you know what I mean they don't seem like like I said Shaun of the Dead seems like it could have come out yesterday oh, yeah, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, Dead. There we go. Passion, Passion of the Christ, Passion of the Christ. Kill 2004 was it was it oh, Mean Girls as well yeah some some pretty good films Incredibles Spider-Man 2 is an amazing film yeah. actually there's that one scene I'm sure you'll agree with me because you're a Sam Raimi fan right yeah there's the scene where they where Doc Ock's in the hospital and they're trying to take off his oh what and then he just starts and it goes full Sam yeah. Raimi Evil Dead 2 yeah it's grabbing everyone I'm, me and my brother being big Sam Raimi Evil Dead 2 fans when we watched that we had the video or DVD of it we watched that scene and just rewound it and watched it <laughs> maybe three or four times in yeah, a row yeah no it is a, it's a great scene it's probably the best thing Sam Raimi's ever done that one scene the rest of the film's not the best thing he's ever done obviously but that one scene is absolutely amazing. Did he he directed three as well, didn't he? He directed three. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a shame that. Yeah. Now he just produces movies. Yeah, he last one we directed was that Drag Me to Hell, right? Yeah, yeah, which, I think which it was is really really yeah, good. Drag Me to Hell is, is him think, returning back to. Yeah, there was some awesome like Evil Dead stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've heard he's directing something else, like another horror film. Aren't they doing a new Evil Dead? Another Evil Dead? Like, well, they're reboot? making an Evil Dead computer game now. 
Oh no! That's all they've said they're doing at the moment. Oh, I did hear. I, yeah, you better see these sites online where they're like confirmation. There's a new Evil Dead. And it's Bruce Campbell saying, "I would like to do one one day." Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he always says he'd like to do. Of course, one. he would. <laughs> like to do a new one. Yeah, yeah. Um, be nice. To, I don't know. What did you think of the Evil Dead remake that came out a few years ago? So I watched it again uh, two days ago. Oh, and I still, <laughs> you I still like it. it? I, I enjoy it. I think yeah. in a way, it's not a, it's not a remake. Be- no. uh, because Ash's car is outside oh so do you reckon it's the... like the sort of a continuation yeah because you also have there's an after credits scene where, oh, where Ash appears yeah. and says groovy yeah. so I don't know so do you reckon it's sort of secretly like a uh, like a sequel almost yeah because the director always said that because um, when they get to the cabin they say oh someone's already broken in mm. and in Evil Dead 1 they break into the cabin of course they do to get yeah. in yeah so do you reckon it's a bit like the um, like the new Halloween film where it's like they've ignored Evil Dead 2 with Army of Darkness and just gone this is yeah, a sequel yeah it's a yeah but they've called it Evil as next it's called Evil Dead I mean, it's called the, original, the Evil Dead or the other way around yeah yeah, no, yeah it's evil, evil Dead yeah no it's good I found it a bit like it was a bit too grim for me oh really yeah yeah it's, I think the first Evil Dead is like a bit more it's just splatter like yeah. comedy horror with practical effects yeah. that are just ridiculous I definitely um, like the fact that it didn't hold back with her gore and yeah, blood. Yeah, there's that whole... The part that I think gets me is when she has to chop off her own arm with the carver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, her arm just drops off. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty grim. <laughs> Did you see the film, the guy that directed that? I can't think of his name. Is he a... Fede Alvarez. Yeah, yeah, he directed... Um, Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Did you see that? Yeah, Don't Breathe. Was, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of lodger coming. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a spooky horror ghost knocking about with her. <laughs> you know, Don't Breathe was a... Uh, Hey, what, did you, what did you think? Did you like it? I enjoyed it, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. was good it. for... Yeah, yeah. And I didn't expect things to happen so quick in it, like when they first get in there and the, the man just kills one of them. Yeah. Spoilers there, but... Yeah, but it happens quite at the beginning of the film. But yeah, but then... Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that film. Um, again, it goes a bit grim at the end. It goes a bit like... Yeah, mm. when there's the whole um, sperm in the <laughs> in the syringe and yeah, he gets yeah. it in his mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you see him like boiling it I yeah, think or something at one point I mean, and the camera focuses on that yeah and there's a, there's a shot when it sort of he puts in a petri dish and there's just like a puke in there yeah like, oh, God, it's like, oh come on yeah, I thought we had like a good like good sort of tense like thriller yeah and no, stuff, no, no, like, it was I think came out like, well, I saw it around the same time I saw that Green Room film yeah, yeah. In that, which is like one of my favourite films that came out yeah, the last Green, Green, Green Room is great just a solid like thriller and it wasn't like it's a sequel reboot but also a reimagining, or it's part of the horror universe. Yeah. <laughs> now, Green Room. Um, I forgot the director's name. Um, oh, he did that murder party as well. Yeah, he did murder party, Blue Ruin. Blue Ruin's amazing. Green Room, and I haven't seen his new film, which isn't got in, color in, in into the dark. Yeah, it's like a Netflix thing. Right? Yeah, 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 I've I haven't seen, seen that, that yet. But Blue Ruin and Murder Party's good actually, and um, that Green Room is especially a brilliant. Yeah, Green Room is, yeah. is great. It's the only time I've seen a film about like a touring punk band where it actually yeah. <laughs> feels like a touring punk band. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they actually go on stage, sing Nazi punks. Fuck off, fuck yeah. off, which is yeah, it's great. Even if you've been a bit of Dead Kennedys, I'm always happy. That's uh... <laughs> as predicted. We've gone way off subject for Sean and the Dead. Well, now there's a connection. Anthony Elchin is in uh, Star Trek. Yep, he is. Uh, with, yep, with, he is. with Simon Pegg. <laughs> what about um, we were talking about uh, like what they've gone on to do after Shaun of the Dead um, Nick Frost what was like what uh, Tackle Block oh Tackle Block's amazing yeah he was one of the drug dealers in that um, they did Pole as well 
Oh, Paul, do you not like Paul? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of fun. But I really it's like just it. Simon Pegg smoking as weed as an alien as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Simon Pegg, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. yeah. Definitely of its time, isn't it, really? Yeah. Having Seth Rogen in the yeah. film. Yeah. But, um, and then I'm trying to think what other stuff Nick Frost has done. He did that Cuban Fury, which I think he wrote. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the a fairly... Salsa dancing movie. It's a fairly um, non-offensive... Uh, Romantic comedy, really. And then I know him and Simon Pegg, which everyone got excited about, they did Slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah, which is Crispin Five. Mills again, who directed... Um, is it Crispin Mills? I'm sure I'm getting his name wrong. The, the guy who directed that film you were talking about, The Absolute Fear of Everything. Yeah, yeah. Director, yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I'm, I haven't seen, I haven't Slaughter, seen it. Slaughterhouse. No. Is it Slaughterhouse? Or is it Slaughterhouse Rules? Or is it just Slaughter... Is it sort of... I'm sure it's Slaughterhouse Rules, isn't yeah. it? play on Slaughterhouse Rules. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I still watched that. I know it was like monsters and stuff. Yeah. It got quite bad reviews but I still I need to keep I'll give it a watch go. it at some point yeah. yeah but there's something about the um, I think it's again the same with like when you're a band and they always go do with their solo projects they're never quite as good no no but when they all get together you know like it's something about Edgar Wright Simon Pegg Nick Frost those three films in particular are just well they've been talking about Hot Fuzz 2 hmm. now and I don't know how that would work because when Edgar Wright's never really done a sequel, sequel. Yeah. before I don't know how Hot Fuzz Two Hot Fuzz Two could be, could be good, but I don't know how they exactly they do it now. It's just, one like, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't need to do a sequel to every film. Just leave yeah, them. Yeah, because even in, uh, in in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, they yeah. they hinted um, Shaun of the Dead sequel. Oh, um, from in the Times Dust Square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a poster. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Okay, yeah. What did you think of Into the Spider Verse? Did you see? Did yeah, you see I that? thought it was great. It's amazing. It's it? brilliant. I remember seeing them. Um, like a trailer for it thinking oh that looks alright and then a few friends of mine saw it and said it's like the best comic book film they've ever seen no it is yeah. and I was like okay I need to go and see it and me and my girlfriend went to see it and yeah I just it totally just can't I, I, I was at a comic book convention a few weeks ago and there was a panel about hip hop and comic books and one of the um, panellists on that said like when they saw it they cried <laughs> <laughs> and just said why couldn't all films be like that? Yeah, no, I no, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. It's similar with Shaun of the Dead, actually, and those hot and hot fires and World's End. Why can't all films be like have that amount of like love put into them? Yeah, it's just the the amount of the thing I like also is the way it's cut together, the way it's shot just seamlessly. Yeah, so I, I think the best part one one part of editing I like is the sound on it as well. There's that part where Sean first sees the the man fainting at the bus stop. And then a lot of people run over and he says, gather around, gather around yeah, everyone. Yeah. But it's actually him in the shop that he works in saying, gather around yeah, the people that yeah. work in the work in the shop. See, I've seen that from so many times, I've not noticed that. No, and when next time <laughs> I see it, I will, that will... Yeah, it's full of stuff like that, though, isn't it? And I think um, well, I think that's a very like Sam Raimi thing. Sam Raimi, like, you watch, the, especially the original movie, Deborah, it's done with, like, you know, no money. Yeah. His mates. And just the attention to, like, the sort of the sound design and the way that film... No, like it looks a bit ropey, but the way it sounds, yeah, is amazing. It's just even when the I think it's the the sound of when the camera's going through the woods as yeah. well. Those fast parts, that's what gets you because mm. of this weird gurgly sound, <laughs> yeah. but it still it still works. You definitely like Edgar Wright. I mean, I'm sure he said it, but he's hugely inspired by um, Sam Raimi. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely with this film. Well, I think I remember when Shaun of the Dead came out, and I saw an interview with him, and he said when he directed Space, he wanted it to do it like Sam Raimi. When he directed Shaun of the Dead, he wanted it to be like John Carpenter. Yeah. And you actually, when you look at the shot, especially in the Winchester, I remember was that like, was that sort of panning shot around, and I think, oh, that is very much like the thing or uh, Assault on Prison 13. It's got that same feel to it. Yeah. 
I think yeah I could, with you saying how it's sort of like the thing I think it's when all the the lights go off and the whole because when it's first they try and get Ed to get off the uh, fruit machine and then all they quickly unplug it and then the camera pans while they're all all the zombies are banging at the windows and that's and the music's just happening on that sort of does remind me of, of the, the thing, thing. yes yeah, it's my thing's my favourite film ever made I think every one of these I've recorded yeah. we've always got onto the thing <laughs> it is brilliant it's amazing what do you think of John Carpenter you're a John Carpenter fan yeah yeah really really um, enjoy best favourite on the thing or is there another probably, yeah probably the thing yeah. I, I only recently it was probably about two years ago that I watched Assault on Precinct 13 for the first time yeah and I'd never watched it before and I thought that's, that is one of his best as well and that's sort of like his first proper film really yeah, Dark Star as his student film didn't he um, but it's, it is brilliant yeah I mean that's something about Shaun of the Dead after Shaun of the Dead came out a lot of these sort of famous horror directors came out and raved about it um, so I know John Landis was a he only done one horror film but you know, he was like very much like but to be honest he did one horror film which is like better than nearly every other horror yeah, film yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, George Romero obviously he put um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in Land of the oh Day. yeah, yeah right. they're the two zombies that are in yeah. there I wouldn't be surprised if John Carpenter did I mean he's a bit grumpier though isn't he John Carpenter you can't imagine him raving about anything <laughs> <laughs> but they all came out and like were very much like just supported these like and I guess if they've never seen if you because I always knew like Simon Pegg was because I love Big Train and Space yeah, yeah and knew these people but if it coming out of nowhere being like an American who had never seen anything like that must just blow your mind right? I think it, I think it did really well in America I think it did yeah it I think Hot Fuzz did even better yeah yeah which is amazing really I think there's um, I know it sounds like weird but I, when I think about like even when I see like uh, you know the big blockbuster with Simon Pegg I always think I feel a little bit proud because I was, I was like, because I was were, such a you fan. You were there when he exactly. Yeah, I was such a started. fan when I was uh, when I was like a teenager. Yeah, with big train and spaced. Just yeah, it's amazing. I, I just don't want yeah, I just don't want them to do it. I, part of me wants them to stay with those three films because there's something special about them. But I would love to see what they could yeah, do yeah. together again. Yeah, it would be again. good if Edgar did another film with those two. Yeah. Do you reckon they would do something that's like an extension of those films, like a sequel to not a sequel, but like a fourth part to the yeah, sort of thing yeah if it's so if it's gone sort of zombie slasher sci-fi yeah like I don't know where they could yeah what could they do really superheroes maybe yeah yeah but I don't know if that but yeah, yeah it'd be but would it be different because now like I suppose with World's End it doesn't really but Simon Pegg's so recognisable now would it change the sort of dynamic of it yeah maybe having someone that sort of that famous does Tom Cruise movies I don't know I mean he had but he did World's End, I guess, but um, it's yeah, not the big yeah, name, sure, probably. Yeah, because yeah, because he was still doing Mission Impossible when he did the World's End, so yeah. Because when did Mission Impossible Three come out? Was that been? Would that have been after? I'm assuming just right after Hot Fuzz, right? So yeah, and then um, I think the World's End was just after he done, maybe after he done Broke Nation, because that was twenty, I think yeah. it was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Yeah. So yeah. World's End. Yeah, no, I would. Love, I'd love to see him like work together again. But again, I'd like. It'd be quite interesting to do something that was a, a totally left of the field, something like a maybe like a serious film or something that's a bit more like full on comedy. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, that'd be good. Um, I'm gonna go off a little bit and talk about uh, your bad films. Your, is that what's called bad movies? The, yeah, yeah, the bad show movies, you're doing. Yeah. Um, you're saying you watched Killer Sofa. Um, is there been anything that you've watched expecting it to be bad and then gone, no, oh, no, this is actually all right. This is I can. Um, no, everything that I've picked has had the lowest rating. <laughs> right. I think the only film 
that I I hate the rest of it. But there's a film called Altitude, All right. which about these people they get on this plane, and then there is Cthulhu in the sky, pretty much. Yeah. But they keep getting pulled off the plane, and for the whole film you don't know what's really happening, and it's the ending of that film that I was like, oh, this isn't actually yeah. that that terrible. Like, I expected when it had a like a four point five on IMDb, I was like, this yeah. is going to be bad. And it's one of those films where you get to the end, you're like, yeah, the rest of it is bad to sit through. <laughs> yeah. But you get to the end, and you're like, this is amazing. That's this, good. That's better than the other one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, have you done any like previews of the show? Where you run it? For yeah, just some, yeah. I've only, I did one uh, last week. How'd it go? Yeah, it went really well. So. Awesome. What's your what's your plan with it? What are you gonna um, do? So I'm gonna try and I'm I'm gonna add more movies to it, which mm-hmm. I've decided today that I watched Doom Annihilation. And then found out the director had done a movie called Football Dog. <laughs> so I, so I, I mean, decided, Football Dog's got to be on the list. Yeah, right? I decided a section of the show will be talking about the dog sport movies. Yeah, so I know there's um, Airbud. Yeah, you've got Airbud. But there's, isn't there like a spit, one of the sequels to Airbud? Oh, there's, Air Bud, there's eight sequels to Airbud. So you have him start, Airbud starts with basketball. That's almost like the MCU. Starts with basketball first, yeah. he goes on the baseball. How does a dog play baseball? Oh, I don't even know. Then he has sons at one point, and they all start playing sport. I think that's the seventh movie. But Football <laughs> Dog also has a has a sequel where wow. he travels the world and does the European Cup. Is it so? It's uh, it's soccer. Yeah. Oh right. Wow. So no, there's no like. I know oh, no, yeah, soccer dog. Fo- I said football dog. Soccer oh, dog. Oh, there we are. Soccer yes, dog. Soccer dog. And then there is soccer dog too. But I can't remember what that oh, one's wow. called. But. That's amazing. Has there, there been any like horror movies that you've other than Killer Sofa? Are there many of the bad movies? I mean, uh, so Troll Troll Two was in there. Um, I mean, Troll Two is kind of quite Troll Two. Yeah, it is, it is fun. So yeah. I do categories in it where I say the so bad it's good, which is Troll Two. Troll Two, yeah. But then there's so bad it's bad. So I have like Shark House or no House Shark, which is about a shark inside a house. Um, <laughs> they love sharks don't they yeah. low budget horror then movie, there's yeah. the shark exorcist oh yeah no I've watched uh, some of that but oh. have you seen it yeah it's, it's isn't bad. it quite um, a bit dodgy yeah the um, so the part of the show they talk about is that you can hear the cameraman breathing at certain points of the film um, and it's really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah there's a because there's one scene yeah, where yeah. you can hear him breathing but he's filming a woman in a bikini Ooh, like yeah, getting undressed yeah. in a bikini and I'm like oh what's going What's going on here? Um, I spoke about uh, Don't Knock Twice as well. What's so Don't I, Knock Twice? Um, I, make, I make the joke because I say that they knock four times in that movie. So, they do, so they knock twice yeah, twice. They, they, yeah, go yeah. The, they go to knock on the front door and then because they knock on it that many times, the spirit then comes after them. Um, that seems twice doesn't seem yeah. enough. It's like in Candy when we say his name five times. That's enough to make it so you wouldn't do it. But knocking twice... I mean, I probably, I probably I might have knocked twice when I came over. You know, <laughs> that doesn't seem there's not enough there's not enough safeguards with that. <laughs> but um, there's I went through all the there's don't hang up as well if you saw that. Don't hang up. Don't hang up is oh like a hot phone. Like yeah, that. so they um, this is guys that do this prank phone call on this person, but yeah. then on one night she kills her daughter by mistake because she thinks an intruder's in the house, <laughs> and then years later because of that this man's now like pranking them phoning them up and telling they telling them not to hang up the phone these two guys that have done the prank because <laughs> yeah, they phoned up and said oh we're in the house when they weren't and it's like a whole but wow. it's yeah so, it's, how much, so you've you've sat through all yeah these, I've like, sat through crap films yeah so that's, the, that's uh, 
dedication. Yeah, just dedication to your art. And Half Shark is also an hour and fifty-two minutes long. Hour and fifty-two minutes. Yeah. So. It's, oh my god. It's hard sitting through those. And again, like an hour and fifty-two minutes of a good film, that's fine. But yeah, but not. Also, a lot of these low-budget crap films, nothing happens in them. No, no. So Doom Annihilation. When I tried to watch yeah. like that today. Um, I don't know if you ever played the you played the Doom games. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they try it. It's not really a Doom film. Like there's no during it's like those situations we were talking about earlier on where they made a film and like oh, we'll slap Doom. Yeah, it's, it seems a lot of that. So you have at one point with the newest Doom game, you know, you have those parts where you would see all the weird letters that are glowing like red. Oh right, and you yeah, stand yeah. on platforms, then get transported yeah. somewhere else. So they show that at the beginning of the film, but that's the only sort of connection. Yeah. And then there's later on in the film just infected people, which just seem like they've just thrown in from Doom Three to just oh, be like, really? and then they the, there's only one monster throughout the oh. whole movie. What monster is it? Is it um, so is it one from the games or is yeah, it just it's a one. It monster? just looks like a direct, generic monster, oh. and they try and make it connect to the newer game by having the person tra- get transported into the Doom world, but then all these things are running towards her, but they just look like PS2 graphics. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't know why they. You know, do it's it. bad when the CGI in the film looks worse than the actual video game yeah. it's based on. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, uh, not a good sign. It's really bad. Has there ever been a film based on a video game that's any good? Like, oh, I can't even think if there has been. No, I don't think there is. No, like, I know um, a lot of people rate like those Resident Evil movies, but the first Resident Evil got some things right. Like the, that's another the, film the where the dogs I've... were in it and yeah. that. But then when you look at the rest of the. I don't know if it was in the first one. Oh, when it gets to the fourth one, they try and throw in the pyramid head. Well, not, but not really. You know the massive, the guy. Oh from, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what he's called from the. I think it's like the hunt, the story, oh, no, yeah, whatever from the fifth about, from yeah. the fifth game. So they try and throw him in, yeah. and then when it got to the final movie, the final chapter. Um, <laughs> they like throw in the thirteenth, yeah. the final chapter, where they did yeah. seven <laughs> afterwards, right? But they, um, so they did that, but then they threw in probably about. Eight different things from the whole franchise. Oh, it was, so just, they, it yeah. was just a mess, yeah. and now they're rebooting it. Of course. So I don't yeah. know what they're going to do, but I think James oh. James Wan has said that. He, oh, so they'll make it like a horror movie, right? Yeah, that he yeah. wants to do something with it now. Yeah, I mean, just like he does interesting stuff, I guess. Yeah, I mean, stuff that makes a shitload of money. To be fair, so yeah, he did the. The Conjuring movies. Conjuring, and... yeah, The Conjuring. That's another film that I find weird. It's like the Conjuring universe, right? So you've got all these. Yeah, so you have the nun, uh, Annabelle, and then the La Lorna yeah. film. I didn't see that one, but I know that's part of the Conjuring universe. But the only way they make it connect is because my girlfriend went and saw it, and there's part where someone picks up a photo, and you just see a picture of Annabelle like in the photo. <laughs> but that's the only connection. Yeah, that's again seems like a similar situation where they've gone. We've got this script for a horror movie. It's gonna make fuck all money. Yeah, but somehow connect it to something that makes a lot of money. <laughs> but I don't think it made much money anyway. Didn't it? Was no, it like a no. big. It wasn't like a big flop when it came out. I don't think it even got a proper release over here. Really, no, it got a limited yeah. release, and then yeah, I it think it's a lot of films. Yeah, it showed huge. for a little bit. I know. Yeah. yeah, but it just didn't do very, yeah. very well. Are there any? I mean, you're obviously like your classics or horror. Are there any like modern, more modern horror films that you're into? We're talking about the Conjuring and stuff. Are there any of the newer ones? Um. So, yeah, I, I do like the Conjuring. Like, I like the first. And yeah, I always get them. There's the three I always get confused, which is the Conjuring, Sinister, and Insidious. Yeah. So the Conjuring so is the Conjuring is with the um, 
the Warrens, so they, you know, the and they're based on real the, people, right? Yeah, so it's the that's the Amityville horror. Yeah, people yeah, investigate yeah. that. So the first film is, is Lynn Shay in that one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, is she? Or is she in? No, she's in Insidious. Insidious. She, she is in Insidious. Yeah. Yeah. So she and then it is with Patrick Wilson and yeah. Oh, I but Patrick Wilson is in he's in Insidious and The Conjuring, but yeah. he plays one of the Warrens. And then so The Conjuring is with it's a house sort of that they're investigating in that first film. Second film is the the Enfield, yeah. yeah, the Enfield haunting. Which I, I I'm like I really like. Well, I'm, I don't believe in ghosts and stuff, but I'm a bit fascinated with the whole Enfield thing. Yeah, yeah. And so it was weird watching that film. I watched the kind because of, I really like Enfield. Um, not a, <laughs> 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 weird. It's but not, no, the the whole thing. Yeah, like, the Enfield haunting. You can, like, you can still walk, go outside the house. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think when the film came out, I remember going because we've got Enfield Cinewell very close to us I was going to say we're not far and away there's the Morrisons yeah. just nearby yeah, there yeah. and they had built this cardboard house inside the oh, Morrisons really? for the display <laughs> of The Conjuring so yeah it's, it was weird watching it though because it was like I know quite a bit about the, the, the real yeah, yeah. in quotes uh, story um, the weirdest thing about it was it's obviously made by Americans and like this sort of council house they were living in was bloody ginormous yeah <laughs> and it had like a cellar I was like yeah, no cancel house yeah, no, in the seventies as a seller. I think my favourite thing about <laughs> the Conjuring Two is that I think someone did a cut of it where they were like, if it had have ended at this point, and it's where they run out of the house when they first start getting haunted, just run across the road, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. someone did it where the credits just appear <laughs> at that point. Yeah, and they did. Have they done a third Conjuring, or is it Annabelle? They've done so, like three so Annabelle films, they, right? They did. Yeah, there's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah, but Annabelle Comes Home connects to the Warrens it's, it's oh the, so it's a bit more so of a the Warren, to, yeah the Warrens yeah. appear at the beginning of the film and then for, you know the, the room they have in The Conjuring where they have like Annabelle's in there oh, and yeah, all the stuff all from the artifacts yeah so yeah. in Annabelle Comes Home that room's there but then someone touches something in that room and now the whole house starts getting I mean that haunted. sounds kind of fun that's but yeah so yeah. They, it, they connect it in that way and they also sort of show the connection that's going to happen in The Conjuring 3 because The Conjuring 3 is about a man that turns into a werewolf at night. So the Conjuring 2 is going to be the Warrens the invest- investigating the man. That, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's interesting. I kind of, again, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the films, like, but I kind of like the fact that they've made this, it's almost like they've done their Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe, <laughs> but like for horror, they tried to do it with um, the Universal Monsters, didn't they? Oh, with yeah. The mummy. Tom Cruise with the mummy. Yeah, um, and that, that's when it. they were going to start the the dark universe yeah and who else was in it it was Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man yeah um, uh, Russell Crowe was playing oh, uh, Dr. Jekyll and yeah yeah, Mr. Hyde, yeah. yeah. but that was really bad so he put on the worst American accent not American accent British accent yeah mm. um, so yeah they did that and I'm trying to think who else was it was meant to be but now they said they are apparent so have you seen they're, they're doing the Invisible Man the Invisible Man so yeah. Lee Wano who did oh, yeah, um, yeah. who did the Insidious who yeah. wrote the Insidious movies yeah, yeah. He's now directing it, which, yeah. from what he's directed so far, um, I wasn't a fan of his. I think he did Insidious three. Yeah, I don't uh, think I've seen that one. Wasn't a fan of that one, but he did Upgrade. Oh, I've heard that's was, good. Yeah, Upgrade yeah, yeah. is it's just mad. The like the gore in that is so over the top. Right, you've sold me. <laughs> and um, and I think with the tra- I watched the trailer for the Invisible Man, and it looks like with that, good. he's they're all going out with the with the gore and stuff because it's meant to be more Ooh. with the Invisible Man. The story's meant to be this time that that this man, this um, girl, this woman thinks that her boyfriend has committed suicide, but he's actually just found out a way to turn himself invisible. Ah. So then he starts 
like sitting around in the house and stuff. And see, that's an interesting idea. It's sort of it's like, taken it from what the yeah. original idea was and sort yeah. of expanded it into yeah. It seems to be similar to that thing that happened in the eighties with the thing and um, the fly. Yeah, where they took these sort of quite cheesy ideas and like modernised them, like the fly, like the David Cronenberg one, is a phenomenal film. Yeah. taking that idea of a man turns into a fly and making that film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the original was a PG, the original yeah, it's fly. it's just a silly, you know, it's just a silly, like, film, but that David Cronenberg film is phenomenal. No, it is, it is brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. And um, I think before we, like, wrap up properly, we'll talk about, like, where we've spoke a lot about different horror films. What other notable exceptions would there be? What other films have you talked about if you didn't choose Shaun of the Dead? If Shaun of the Dead didn't exist, uh, so I your other, like, it would your be, other films to talk about? Yeah, it would be Jaws. Jaws? Jaws for me. Ah. Um, and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. would be, would be why, the um, for me. Jaws why Jaws is that uh, I think it's always just for me because I watched that when I was very young as well and that opening scene where the woman's just getting pulled around the water always yeah. got me and there is that sense of dread throughout the whole movie where there's just people sat on the beach and just the cinematography of that and seeing the, the kids in the water yeah. seeing a kid meant to be getting yeah. killed in the yeah, yeah. in the sea by this shot there's something special about Jaws isn't there yeah it's um because it is a horror movie but it's like it was like the first big blockbuster movie really it changed cinema yeah Jaws you wouldn't have any of these Marvel films if it wasn't for Jaws no definitely, um, definitely not you know you wouldn't have Star Wars if it wasn't for Jaws um, there's, some, yeah, there's something like special about that film I watched it again recently because I think they just recently put it on Netflix yeah and I watched it again for the first time in years and it really holds up no it really, does it really holds it still up still does yeah and I know Spielberg has said that like it was a nightmare to make yeah, he said the shark kept breaking down yeah. all the time. And I can imagine it was, but again, you can tell there's love in that film and all those early Spielberg films, really. Because has he done other horror films since, really? Um, I don't think he has. I mean, Duel was his first sort of yeah, TV yeah. movie, and there's sort of elements of that in. But he sort of started with this horror movie. And what did he do? It was Close Encounters after that, wasn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I can't think. What, no, he's what not, I mean, there's elements of all the scary stuff in like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And, yeah. Uh, but that's not really big. You was you a Spielberg fan? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So what do you think of um, his like more recent stuff? Yeah. So I didn't like the BFG. Um, <laughs> which is a shame because I love yeah, the, uh, the book. Yeah, and the uh, even the original animation. With David Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. But that one with Steven like seeing him do fart jokes and stuff yeah, was a bit yeah. odd. Um, Ready Player One. Um, that was a weird Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah, he's in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sort of wanted to like it but then at the same time there's because I, I really like the book I've never read the book but the, the yeah. book has so much more to it in the start of the book like characters like the Muppets appear and I was so excited I was like oh they're gonna I imagine there's a lot of they're gonna, put, they're gonna put that Muppets in, in it. Yeah, yeah they're gonna put that in and there's parts where he goes to try and find this easter egg and he has to go in a dungeon and oh, so do all these yeah. puzzles and quests oh, and yeah. I'm like they should have put that in but then when it came to it they tried to put in all the new references like throwing Chucky in and the, yeah, the Iron yeah. Giant being a weapon now which he never which was which is sort of like yeah, yeah, that's, that's what yeah, the whole yeah. film that's, that's what the, what the, my, the film is against no, I didn't even think of that when I was watching it but yeah, yeah. right like yeah that sort of totally undermines what the Iron Giant's about that's an amazing film isn't it the Iron Giant yeah, yeah. yeah it's brilliant also, and uh, he said Texas Chainsaw Massacre was another what um, again that was one of the first sort of horror films yeah that's just the... how was that seeing that as a young because that's a I do remember heavy film. Yeah, when they get when they get put on the on the hooks and stuff, yeah. I remember that really getting me. And just the first time that opening the door and the guy getting smacked on the head and then yeah. just the 
door slamming like that bit still gets me now when I watch it because the it's, sound the sound design is so so good on that all of the sound well. in that film is amazing the, the score if you can call it that which is just sort of like harsh noise yeah, yeah. everything about that film is just oppressive just from the opening of the, the yeah. cam- it's, it's the camera sounds isn't it yeah you can, the, yeah, you can yeah. hear that but then I, when I watch the remake it removes everything that made the actual yeah I think because there's a lot of like, there's like they've done a weird thing where there's like the remake and then the prequel to the remake and then the sequel to the prequel and oh yeah yeah a they're... reboot of the remake and, and they're doing rebooting that again apparently because it's just, but what do you think of the sequels um so Texture Chainsaw Massacre 2 yeah. is a brilliant film yeah. Yeah. it's just ridiculous um, fun similar to like how they've gone uh, like with what they did with like Alien and Aliens yeah they've just gone well let's not make it the same film let's, no, let's make it just it's, ridiculous yeah. but have fun with it is good though Texture Chainsaw Massacre 2 yeah There's some amazing bits in that I don't know if you, have you seen the other yeah, yeah. three is a weird one is that the one I always get the two confused so is three the one that's just called Leatherface so yeah that is the one with oh, is it the one is it the right one with Viggo Mortensen yeah, yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. Is, I think it is three um, that, yeah that's rough <laughs> and then four is the next generation yeah right? next generation where um, isn't there a bit of a plane in that right if I remember rightly they're like you know at the end of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where she goes off in a truck because yeah. it isn't it's sort of the same beat for beat but just a little bit more over the top yeah and there's yeah, and at the end it gets off in a plane or a helicopter and it's them spinning around with the uh, with the chainsaw at the Strange, end of Next Generation why do they why do they do it why do they take these films that are like they just take the oh. name something about the name Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then yeah turn it into yeah. <laughs> and then after yeah after that it's just, it goes it's just the, it's the remake remake and then the beginning Oh, that's it. Yeah, they did remake the big. Yeah, it's all the there's, there's, right now. Oh, they did 3D one. There's Chainsaw 3D, which is meant to be set straight after the original. Yes, yeah, but then yeah. it had um, oh, I forgot who played Leatherface in the original. Gunnar Hansen. Yeah, so Gunnar Hansen actually appears as one of oh, the people right, yeah. in Texas Chainsaw 3D. He's just one of the people that's in the house when the police turn up. Oh right, but oh, it, right. there's a lot of continuity yeah, yeah. in that and with the whole the main woman being cousins with uh, um, Leatherface and again it's one of those things where they um, they try to like give a backstory to the, like, the villains in horror movies yeah, yeah. I think it totally like makes them a lot less scary yeah that was the thing when they did um, Leatherface like three years ago I think it was mm. now when they did that one as well and that was from the people that did Inside the French oh, extreme yeah, yeah. film but they messed up on, on that as well yeah. it was meant to be them when they were younger and the only reason that he wears the leather face in the because yeah, yeah. he gets shot in the cheek by by the yeah. police. And... Yeah, but when you're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you, you don't see leather face and think, "Oh, I really want to know more about." <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I need to know his backstory. Yeah, that's totally not the point of no. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is it? Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's a good one though. Um, well, I think I'm gonna have to watch Killer Sofa. Oh yeah, that's that's one to <laughs> watch. Is that your recommendation? Yeah. Well, thank thank you very much for letting me come around and chat to you about yeah, horror movies. It was a great fun. We have to do it again. We have to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre next time we do one. Yeah, definitely. And I, I want to see bad movies next time you're. Uh... Yeah, I need to. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna add all the the sport dog movies and yeah, then um, yeah, um, get well, it ready to. I'm interested. To do it again. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Cheers. Thank you. No, always a pleasure. <laughs> Cheers.